Hey there. Welcome back to another exciting episode of This American Dice Presents The Adventures of Don John. This is the fifth episode. Let's find out how things go as we've gone down into the mithril mines and discovered a huge lost city. Oh, there's a giant pyramid and there's something that's making us have visions. And these visions are getting more and more real. It's like when you eat way too much spicy food and then the next day you have a vision of something that's terrifying. And that vision is you trying to make sure that your asshole is still attached. Anyway, join us for this exciting episode of The Adventures of Don John by This American Dice. You are have just seen the shared vision of uh, Silas's lost friend Lex in the freight elevator going down. And beneath you, you can see uh, this ruined city um, stretched out before you. And it, like near the back of the cave wall that this city has been carved out of, you see this like uh, this like much larger like, pyramid-shaped structure that seems to be almost like shimmering uh, or like like hazy in some fashion. Um, and as you get nearer the bottom, you can see that this place is lit by these like large lamppost-looking columns that cast this pale blue light over everything. Um, and whereas this was once a pretty impressive like, underground city, now it's fallen to ruin. Uh, and you can see like that the roads and the thoroughfares are collapsed here and there, and there's like rubble. And um, it's also been the subject of this mining operation for a number of years. So like a lot of the valuables and would have been ornate statues been sort of stripped down and this place is almost as we're looking since there's some light that's coming off of some of these things this place is still right like there's no we don't see people moving about or animals nope. birds underground birds flying well actually so no, yeah don't. you do um as you're as you're nearing the bottom like, like you get to the bottom of this thing the freight elevator like stops with a jarring halt and the door opens easily enough that's why I think that this whole this whole thing of them just sacrificing some of these miners to uh, whatever this thing is. I mean, really, when you think about it, isn't that kind of what all religion is when you think about it? And Don John's just been boring the shit out of them for the last several minutes of this ride, like expressing his opinions on religion. Oh, yeah, this is a subject. You guys might as well just get back in the elevator a couple more times. You know what? Let's get back. <laughs> Isignama literally says nothing and refuses to make any kind of eye contact the entire time. Which to Don John just means he better keep talking because to, uh, <laughs> to further in, intrigue the others and uh, really, really sell the point. Yeah, the hook just hasn't sunk in yet. It will. Mm -hmm. It will. Um, yeah. It's a song that just gets louder and louder and louder. <laughs> so you reach the bottom, uh, the, the ground floor of this place. And uh, you, the first thing you hear is this, like, um, it sounds like the rushing of wings, but it's much louder than would otherwise be. Uh, and soon enough, after hearing this, you see this flock of metallic birds, uh, mm -hmm. like, um, maybe like a hundred or so, in this, like, swirling cloud of them, sort of moving past, like, in front of the freight elevator, and they're, like, clinking with, like, their metal wings. Um... And you can see that on some of these on, on these birds, the company logo of that like dwarf that majestic dwarf uh, is like in, like uh, branded into them. Hmm. Is, is this the kind of thing I've seen before? How about you give me a spout lore for that? Aha! <laughs> you walked right into my trap, Carl. Oh man, I should have known. Uh, you know what? This, this game, the integrity of this game is destroyed. It's a mimic. 
So, um, okay. Straight intel, right? Yes, except unless these things might be considered a monster. Uh, they don't. They're not doing anything harmful. Um, okay. All they're doing is like flapping about, and they're making like tweeting noises. This sounds like hollow and artificial because they are made of metal. Okay. If they are not monsters, then yes, it's an intelligence roll. And that's bad. That's a five. <laughs> All right. So. So I'm like, ah, metal birds, eh? So these actually, you being a ranger, you've seen all manner of creature, but to you, this just seems like um, a horrible facsimile of a natural thing. In fact, uh, oh, your rat Harold is like spooked by these things. Um, and he like, he makes a move to like, like hide or get away from them. He's like, you know, I think that birds should just be birds. I don't think, I don't agree with them trying to be metal all of a sudden. You know, call me old-fashioned, but I think that a, a, a bird is a bird, and uh, a fish are fish. If you saw a fish walking around with wooden legs, you'd think that's moronic. Look at these things. Yeah, so... Go ahead. No response. No, no response. Just... I'd kind of like to discern reality is that is that how this works what is it that you want to do i'm trying to you know obviously something i'm i'm kind of asking the same question that don john is is like is this a natural construct obviously i mean it's branded but is it manufactured are these things alive or is this some of the like automata or you know tech of some kind that was Okay, so maybe before. instead of like seeing if you recognize these things, you want instead to like just get a feel for what their purpose is or what what they are. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm trying. I'm trying to read the situation. I don't know. Yeah, read it. Read it, baby. That is a twelve. Oh, you read it so hard. <laughs> um. All right, you get to ask a million questions. Three, three to be specific. Yeah. Three million um, questions. <laughs> oh, where do we begin? Uh, what happened here recently? So. <clears throat> sorry. All right. So what happened here recently? Well, you as far as like the mine situation goes, you know. Like, you know, this used to be the mine. Uh, they had like a lucrative, like stripping this place down until the infection. Uh, and you know that um, as far as these birds go, they have the company logo on them, so they were brought by the miners. And they, okay. ever since they, like, the mine hasn't been like, operating the way it normally would, um, they seem to be flying around without purpose. And it seems to you like uh, that's not that's not what they would normally be here for. They would like serve some kind of mining function? That's your takeaway. Okay, cool. What here is not what it appears to be. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm gonna let you keep holding that, like if you want to use it later. But everything here looks okay. like. So right now you're looking at like a ruined street, uh, in front of you, and like you can see like stone like buildings on either side, and it's like a grid of a city going out. Uh, and you know from looking at the freight elevator that the temple you saw in the back is maybe like. It would only be like an hour or two's walk under normal circumstances. Um, right. But with just the amount of ruin that's happened in this place uh, in the 
that you can see like it may take you a better part of a day to get there but as far as like things not being on the up and up right now everything just looks exactly as nothing jumps out of you as odd okay can i reserve the last question too sure um or even just one yeah you can yeah you have three so you can keep the last one um I'll say, like, you could tell that these birds, um, they they seem to have been attracted by your arrival. Uh, they they don't, um, what's the word? They're not natural denizens of this place, and your, like, entrance here has, like, essentially summoned them. Isaac Noma has, like, crouched down a little bit outside of the freight elevator and has scanned the skies such as they are, as the birds move, and said, the birds were attracted by our arrival. That's my takeaway from everything you said, Carl. That's a solid, <laughs> solid sum up. <laughs> um, I wonder if we can uh, attract these birds closer to us, maybe examine them, possibly, see what they're all about. Oh, sorry. Fine, fine, I'll talk with these weird birds. Let me just hit one with one of these rocks. And he picks up a big rock, hefting it in his hand to be like, ah, should I do this? Or is there a better way? Yeah, brain one with this rock. Yeah, kill two birds with one stone. That's what they say, kill all the birds with one stone. My God, it's like, Harold, stop it. Your blood sugar's low. Eat more of this ham. So you're and, gonna toss uh, a rocket at this this cloud of uh, metal birds. Uh, he'll try to get their attention more so than uh, actually kill any of them. Uh, try to get their attention by just maybe taking two rocks and clacking them together and uh, and and trying to call out to the birds in what he what he assumes is their language. All right, you you make your best guess at what metal bird language would be with a couple of stones, and as as the uh, your reverberating rock noises echo through the chamber. The birds do one more swoop around you guys, and then they fly off. Ah. Oh. Ah, damn it. Ah, I knew my accent was all all off. I was saying bird jaw. I should have been saying birdus deus. Damn it. It's, it's a rookie mistake. Ah. Well, we could have offered them some kind of food, but I guess that happened. So, which direction did they fly off, or did they scatter? You can't offer metal birds food. They want... <laughs> normal birds eat, like, stale bread and seeds and berries and stuff. Do you know what metal birds eat? I don't know, Do wires? Coins? <laughs> coins? Probably wires and coins. Something shiny? Screws? Yeah. Screws. <laughs> yeah. Just goes clank all the way mm-hmm. down. <laughs> they see- They season yeah. it with glitter, probably. You know that's, what? That's I'm on cute. board. That no, sounds delicious. That, that's cute. I like that. It did. It did round the corner into cute. Yeah. Fast. <laughs> yeah. Fast forward to several years <laughs> later. Don John's trying to cook that exact thing. Fast forward to the next day when Don John's in the hospital, getting that extracted from his colon. <laughs> so. So this is a, like a cavernous space that this this old old city had been carved in, and like the the wall, of, like the the roof of the cave is almost beyond your sight, um, mm. and. You can see them with like little wisps of steam coming out of them. Uh, just like they seem to be like traveling in no discernible pattern over other parts of the city uh, outside of your um, what's the word for earshot, but shout shot 
outside of Shout Shot, and they seem to be just like flying around, uh, like making like rounds over the city. Hmm. All right. Well, looks like these birds aren't going to be helpful till we can get some more wires and glitter to really entice them. Yeah, I have glitter, but no wires. <laughs> I was crafting earlier. Hmm. All right. So um, the Mudred said that they had created this sentinel, right? Yes. So he said that they had, he and like a few co-conspirators had activated this old sentinel they'd found down here um, and like set it to try and stop people from going into the temple. Could I try to follow? I have the hunt and track ability. Mm-hmm. Um, when you follow a trail of clues left behind by passing creatures. I don't know if that would count for that. Go for it. Yeah. Um, or if that should just be a discern realities. I think I'm that just... tracking makes a lot of sense in this situation. Hmm. Okay. So this I'm a little bit better at. <laughs> just barely. I got. I rolled a six, but with a wisdom of... Oh, my wisdom's not as good as I thought it was. So I got a seven. All right. So on a seven plus, you follow the creature's trail until there's a significant change in its direction or mode of travel. Okay, cool. So... And if you, and if you want, it could be a matter of, like, rather than following the trail of this thing, the sentinel, perhaps I'm following back from what Mudred had said following his trail backwards or like a trail that I think would have possibly been his and his co-conspirators. Okay. So you spent some time like Aragorning the situation and looking for, for trail marks uh, down here. Um, he's, he's doing a lot of like touching the ground, sniffing his fingers after he touches the ground, mm-hmm. looking at a boot print, running his finger along the boot print and then turning around and walking kind of as if he was in it and then turning back around and then doing the same thing again and going, ah, got it. Touching his nose and kind of being like, oh, the wind is going this way. There's no wind at all. And then kind of going in a different direction. Does he also like kick up a whole bunch of like dirt and stuff with his back paws like a cat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, like, he's burying his scat when he can. Yeah. Okay. I just had to get a visual. Licking the rim of the boot frame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, exactly. You need to know. This is a family game. You have to know. You have to know you. You have to know your quarry. Yeah. I know. Wait a minute. We're, we were in a quarry. Oh, man. It's all coming together. And inside Don John's head, there's like a, a wall full of uh, red yarn that's piecing together. And it's like metal birds, disease ex- um, transferred by touch, hams that are being collected. And he's like, we're, we're so close. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Do you have any ideas? Oh, so the, uh, we have to go this way. <laughs> you actually have several ideas. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you spend some time looking around for tracks, and you find a couple of promising leads. So you find a good number of like boot prints coming to and from the elevator, for sure. Um, and you also find, like as you like move deeper into the city, uh, you come across this wide like rut in the road, almost like very heavy has been like dragged through the street and it's like significantly wide. It takes up like half of this, like half of this underground road. And it's like a, like a heavy like divot that goes off like a trench almost. And um, you also see a lot of rat, um, like tiny, like looks like rats, but like they're tiny like paws 
and there's like innumerable numbers of these and they all seem to be going in like the same general direction but but like coming from lots of different places so which of these would you be interested in following hmm. i'm most interested in fo following this giant thing all right that, um, that's very easy but, I, but yeah i'm like i think i i think i'll say like i don't think we're gonna be alone down here and, and harold's like definitely like eyes around you know the whole time situation is putting him on edge. Yeah, and so you guys can see what's going on down here because again, there's like this pale blue light coming from these like columns uh, at reasonable spaces uh, lit by some old magics, um, but it's certainly not like daylight down here or anything like that. Um, and it's fairly cold being an underground uh, cavern. Hmm. So we may be discovering a phobia Isignoma didn't know he had. You know, he's just. Yeah. The situation makes him anxious. It's it's an adventurer's lot to just collect it's getting, to him. it's getting to him. All right, so Don John can easily follow this like wide rut in the in the path, um, and it winds through streets, um, and it always stays like right in the middle of the road with like a, a total precision. An incredibly deep, wide trail that goes right down the middle of the road. I'm the world's greatest tracker. <laughs> yeah, you guys are super duper impressed by this. Uh, Careful. It's right here. Thanks, oh, yeah. John John. Oh, yeah. Just completely oblivious of the track somehow, like walking all over, and you're like, no, you're on it. You're on it. Oh, shh, everybody. Specimen. He, he takes grass and he drops it to see which way it blows. Again, there's no wind. Yeah, We're it underground. Falls directly to the ground. <laughs> and he's like, this um, way. Is it grass metal? It's actually like fungi, like various like mushroom plants. Yeah, I just assume fungi can live anywhere. That's what oh, yeah. he has taught me. Definitely um, caves. Yeah. If there's weird blue light, you know there's hella mushrooms. Hella there's mushrooms. Hella. <laughs> you guys got hella shrooms in here. So you guys are following this trail, and it. This so you can see there are ruins all over the place, but this trail tends to stick to the um, the roads that are less busted up. And whenever it does come across like rubble in the street, it just seems to have gone straight over it. Uh, and you're following this for maybe like an hour or so. Um, and as you do, um, Don John like diligently with his nose to the ground, watching this thing, uh, you hear a familiar voice, Don John, and she says, "I." You, uh, you always were an impressive tracker, my love. And all three of you see that this husky, beautiful, uh, aromatic woman <laughs> is, is just walking right next to all of you. And like smiling at Don John. He's like, well, I was always known to root around and find what I needed to. Wait a minute, what are you doing here? And, you, and, I, and I think the question is, who did he think was saying that when he responded to it? But... That's something you're gonna have to ask yourself. Yeah. Night. Um, and she says, "I'm here for you, silly. Aren't you gonna introduce me to your friends?" No, I... Yeah. How, how did what you? Huh. Well, I'm not I'm not upset to see you. Just surprised. Why? Always. Uh, always thought you were one for the woods, not for the cave. If you know what I mean. She says, uh, 
Oh, what does she have like any pet names for you? It's like Don or John or DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Just to confuse David, it should be DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Don J. Um, she says, "I'd go anywhere where you were." Um, the place has never mattered to me so much as just being with you. So sweet. He looked. He, he looked coming around the corner to cute. And yeah. With me. I think he's. I think he's like. Well, I can't complain too much to see you again. And, and she says, and, um, "Um, I think he." I think in this, he's like, he's like having a witty retort, but then he kind of looks down at his hand and he thinks about how he's like missing that finger. Oh. How they did, how they did separate and like, wait a minute. I think this, and uh, we never settled on what the actual reason they parted was, but we kind of toyed at the reason of like, maybe they, uh, maybe it was like a wanderlust type of thing or a refusal to go places kind of things. And so now when she's saying like, oh, I'd go anywhere with you. It's like, wait a minute. Makes sense. Also, when you look down at your hands, you've no, you've all noticed like over time, over the last hour or two, that like where it once was like maybe a small blip of this like bioluminescence in you, it still travels around, but now it's like significantly larger. Like it's maybe like four or five times the size that it was before, mm-hmm. and it still sort of travels in that same way and gives off this soft white light whenever you like peeks out from beneath your clothing. I look like that guy from the old light bulb commercials. Camembert uh, says, um, "Oh, and she like look down like this. Right, you're following. You're following that thing. I don't recommend it. The last guy who tried that, it did not go so well for him, my love. But, uh, um, but you would never want to stay away from adventure. Why, adventure is almost my middle name. She says, Can I know how?" What is your middle name? Again, it's almost adventure. It's just spelled wrong. Uh. The, the midwife was drunk on my, with my birth certificate was being filled out. Is it adventure? Like yeah, what? Ad- yeah, I was thinking, like, what's the dirtiest thing I could get out of adventure? Uh, a denture. A denture. Is Camembert still here? Like, she's still talking or did she disappear? Oh, she's just walking along as if she's, like, a member of your party. Got it. Can I note how much that this upsets Isognoma? So why does it upset you? This manifestation, which is like, we've got to know at this point, is not real. And what that says about us and perhaps our sickness and sanity and, you know, what the heck is going on with us. That would be... First we had the, like, phase-shifting dreams. And now we have these, like, you know, folia du, folia toi, like, mutual hallucinations. You know, it's problematic. it's ominous. It problematic. Um, I was going to ask if I could discern realities. Sure, yeah. Go I for don't it. know if that's appropriate here. Okay. It's it's never not appropriate. That's good to know. Okay. So, got this. Four. Damn it. But it's also plus whiz. Okay, it's a five. Damn it. Mm, okay. Crap. So, mm-hmm. hmm. yeah, oh, it's a uh, that sucks. So, you feel oh, convinced yeah. we that... do get experience though from those fairs, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that, that's a good point. Um, so you're looking at her, and like something about this seems uncanny to you, 
you're convinced that whatever this thing is, whether it's camembert or not camembert, its ultimate goal is to lead you into a trap. Ooh. Okay. Um, and she goes on and she's saying, uh, I hope you'll stay, Don John. Um, we never had a chance to make a home together. But uh, now we do. And I'm so glad you made it. Yes. Well, believe me, I, I plan on getting to the very, uh, plan on getting to get into the very back of this cave, even if I gotta get my legs in there. All right. So you guys keep walking, um, and she stays with you. Nothing at that time. incredibly filthy, disgusting joke. <laughs> this reminds <laughs> me of that like scene in the office where like they finally say something that like elicits a. That's what she said. He just doesn't take the bait. <laughs> that really none of that uh, um so you follow these tracks to they 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 get hold, to... on. hold on sorry alex are you gonna share that information or oh i'm so sorry i thought it was a. I just kind of assumed it was shared just generally among us okay. but okay. i'm the one who's so shared I assume, as my, you know, based on my personality and the kind of person that Silas is, that is information that I would want shared just because. Um, so, Silas, the thing you learned was, like, whatever she tells you to do, that is definitely, she's, she's trying to lead you into a trap. And, like, well, the last thing she said was, um, following these ruts is a bad idea. Uh, the last person who tried that regretted it. That's what Camembert said. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my question is, is Don John being convinced? You think Don John has been is sort of like blind to the, like, um, you, th you feel like he's blind to the dangers posed by an obviously fake camembert being kind to him. Okay. So. Has Don John like described camembert to you guys? Hmm. I think you said she's big well i mean like as far as like an emotional context oh oh i, I don't think he has okay so i think he's like made mention of uh in that kind of like braggart kind of way um where he's like mentioned all of these like you know i once you know i once called it a princess of the uh of the centaur tribe of the of of the red hills and i like and he he'll like talk about all this stuff, and so he he's mentioned something about uh, he's mentioned something like talk about a bear woman, probably like not more than um, his other braggadocious. So you didn't describe her as like the love of your life, right? No, no. Okay. This would this would be a thing he probably wouldn't bring up that makes um, sense. as much, and okay. yeah. Okay, so and also we haven't discussed. From this, she's not a bear right now, right? I I assume she's in like woman form, but I kind of mm -hmm. picture her woman form as being somewhat bear-like. What if we, what if we kind of split the difference and have her kind of, um, what is that term, skinwalker style? Yeah, yeah. Where they have like a like where she like she has an outfit, but it's like partially made of a bear's skin. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. It, it it'd be. I know exactly what you're talking about, but now that I think about it, it's like, if I could turn into a bear, would I want to wear a second bear? But she does. Yeah. 
I think in the I don't have to I'm not going to speculate on what the what stories where, are about. Where 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 bear? I, I mean, is it the skin of a real bear, or is it part of her, you know, manifestation? You know, how much of a, how much of a spiritual being is this exact like flavor of werebear? Is there yeah, like, is this real fur like we should be upset about, or is this like spectral fur that no animals had to die to make? Are we talking I'm about mad. are we talking about a mortal that's afflict afflicted with some sort of lycanthropy? Or yeah, so I imagine like an ursine spirit. I imagine that she is a that she is a woman who turns into a bear at times. That's why I've referred to her as a werebear. I don't know the exact rules of it. If it's like only under the full moon, um, is it a bloodline curse? Yeah, perhaps. You know? <laughs> perhaps any of these things. But yeah, so maybe she has that. I don't know. Or maybe she's just wearing a lot of fur, and so she kind of looks like a bear. I kind of love the mystique we have at this point that all four of us are picturing something very different. <laughs> this like central character to your life. I picture a husky, enormous bear of a woman, and you guys split the difference whichever direction you want. Fair. Um, okay, so you guys follow this thing, um, mm -hmm. and you reach like this sort of like plaza, and. Uh, here are the tracks like it doesn't so much stop but clearly something happened here uh there's like a bunch of footprints uh there's like like ground swept over there's blood on the ground um and there's blood on the steps leading into this like courthouse-ish looking building with like pillars at this plaza and the the ruts you've been following make like a deeper groove here almost like there's like a like a circular like indentation in the center um it looks like there's like a battle took place here. Oh, well, obviously a battle took place here, as you can see. These marks indicate that here, here. Camembert, like standing next to you guys, still shakes her head and says, "This was so unnecessary." Um, uh, if that, if that, um, if that fellow Mudred just hadn't turned, hadn't turned this monstrosity on, none of these people would have had to suffer like this. Uh, how many people were here? And she'll say, um, uh, well, better, better part of a dozen. Um, hmm. she says, uh, a lot less, uh, left than, than arrived. I see. Uh, sorry, a lot less left than arrived. Sorry. I, I gotcha. And how do you know about it? And she'll say, uh, oh, I've been here. Of course. You did the killing. Uh, she says she like laugh in her, in her, totally bear like or not bear like way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's imagine horrid. it's like imagine it's like a deep roaring kind of laugh. She says, "Of course not. I don't want to hurt anyone." Um, but that sentry doesn't seem to share my uh, compunctions about that. Yeah, I think that Don John through this part is getting like far. He was already suspicious. He's just trying not to let mm -hmm. on. Um, and trying to kind of keep his cool in this situation, in this situation that he uh, he's somewhat emotionally um... invested, compromised, um... horny, horny, yes. emotionally horny, heart, heart yeah. horny, as they call it. Yeah, as heart <laughs> horny. Um, 
at the time he's he's just keeps he keeps being like there's something in my pocket hold on um <laughs> no emotionally vulnerable that's the word i was looking for um <laughs> heart horny as carl refers to it uh carl is your cardiologist we have to talk He's he's been trying like not to play that up, but the, he's definitely been very suspicious of this situation of running into her here, um, her now saying that she's more in like like has been here for a while. Mm-hmm. That to him that's that, that doesn't vibe with what he what he knows of her, and if something's if something's changed about her significantly. It's it's possible, but he's like he's like very kind of on edge, on edge. He's 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 taking this stuff with a grain of salt and really kind of sniffing at sniffing at the air about this whole situation. Okay, yeah. Um, she doesn't seem to notice your consternation, uh, and like continuing the conversation she'd been having, she says, uh, um, "I saw a group of people enter here. Uh, they were trying to get in there." Should point. Um, I can only assume that's because that's where the off switch is. Anyway, um, the, the the remainder went that way. I should point, and she like stop and like think for a moment. And she'll say, uh, "Yeah, they're still there." And then she like smile and like look at you all. Are you able to talk to them? And she says, uh, "No, no, um, uh, no. I, I'm here talking with you." Hmm. Tricky. Where did she point? Was it the off switch? Uh, she's pointed to the building with like blood on the steps, like a courthouse-looking building. Okay, and that's not the same as the like the gigantic pyramid temple. No, it's not. Okay. Uh, that's still like somewhat far away. You're maybe like gotcha. a quarter of the way there. Uh, okay. Okay. So, hmm. Okay. So do we try to turn it off before we? see it sure i mean i don't want to trust this thing but could be looking into an ox witch okay i'm down for that so you said an off switch is in there right she shrugs and says something like that i know they wanted it really badly okay and then but the other fellas went that way over there in a different direction she says the ones who made it out she'll like shudder a bit Okay. And the ones who made it out went to the elevator or went to the temple? She says, neither. It looks to me like um, like an inn. Okay. Makes sense. Probably regroup, you know, rest up. Um, can Don John try to sniff this situation out and see what's going on here? I know we're making a lot of these rolls. That's I totally feel, fine. I always Go feel weird it. when it's like... You made this roll. No, I'll make this roll. No, you make I, this roll. I thought I was going to be doing more rolls. Hmm. Anyway, go ahead. Do you have another thing you want to do? No, no, no. I was just saying in general. Okay, sorry. I'm just giving you a hard time. Oh, oh, I'm emotionally horny. There's a good roll. Boxcars. <laughs> That's cute. It's the opposite <laughs> of snake eyes. Man. Man. <sighs> okay, okay. What's your oh, question? Yeah. My first one is, um, what should I be on the lookout for? Oh, you should be on the lookout for the sentry uh, because you can hear it coming. Like, you feel, like, the ground, like, rumbling, like, ever so slightly beneath your, like, well-trained feet. 
mm-hmm. that something very heavy is coming. All right. Well, it seems like we found what we were looking for. It's on its way, I will say. And then um, what's about to happen? You're about to be killed. <laughs> um, uh, so what, let's see. Let's something else that I could add to that. You're about to be in combat and... With this thing, or just we're about to be in combat with something? It's definitely the sentry, because okay. it's like about to be upon you. Yeah, with we the have heard to... of cattle stampeding towards us. Yeah, we got to get out of here. This thing's this thing's gonna this thing's gonna kick our dicks off to the courthouse. Then, and then finally, looking building. And then finally, um, and this might not be the best question to ask strategically. Go for it. What here is not what it appears to be? So the obvious answer would be Camembert is not Camembert. Uh, it's a shared construct of your minds. The maybe a less obvious one would be... Um, do we know maybe... Yeah. Do we have an idea of what it is? <laughs> aside Camembert? from the shared con- oh. construct? Um, although although what you've said already is, is enough, honestly, but... If you if you're like if you feel you gotta give us more, uh, Camembert is it's speaking on behalf of someone or something, um, and you, you don't get the impression it's entirely just from your memories of Camembert. Okay, we gotta get out of here. And he'll look at Camembert and say like like you can help us or not, but we gotta get out of here before we get our asses kicked. And as you like go to tell her that, you can tell she's already gone. Like she's All right. not there anymore. And that was like to the courthouse type yeah, okay. building. All right. know, unless you're arguing that we go to the elevator or the inn? No, we, I think we should go to the courthouse. Just Yeah, we just we just gotta get out of here. Courthouse sounds great. That's it, yep. The courthouse covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this'll be fine. Hold on. Let me taste this blood. Okay, they went this way. No. So, like, as you there guys was are, a, there was a fight here. Yeah, there was a fire fight. Um, as you guys like scramble up the steps of this like courthouse-looking building, you see like, whoa, 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 the, the blood. Corner. Hold on, whoa, whoa, oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah slip exactly. up the steps, cartoon yeah. style. Um, you see like rounding the corner, like into this plaza, uh, this giant mechanical contraption. I'll send you a link in the chat if you want like a picture of it but like it rests on this like ball um making of course those divots you've been seeing and it's got like one long like needle looking arm and the other one has like, a fist on it and like the it's like a entirely mechanical like iron golem rolling looking thing that's awesome yeah and it's it's huge like it's taller than the like the not taller than this courthouse-looking structure you're going into, but like taller than most of the buildings in this plaza. And like it wastes no time in like seeing that you guys are like entering this place and like rolling towards you with like frightening speed. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm getting getting as gone as I can get. Is that a thing? You could get <laughs> even goner than you would got. Um, awesome. Yeah, so given that you had advanced warning about it, um, you guys can like make it into this building mm-hmm. and like slip inside, and like this thing—you can hear it slip stop and outside, mm-hmm. slip and they, slide. They blood again! Whoa! <laughs> yeah, and you can hear it like stop outside, and, like it's whirring, like sort of 
tones down a bit. You can hear like the steam coming off of it. And it's just sort of like uh, you can hear like crunching back and forth on the ground outside like of the steps. Um, oh my gosh, here's what we do. We wait for it to run out of fuel and eventually, or the boiler to explode from malmaintenance. One of those two. It could be hours, it could be days. Or potentially, there might actually be something in this building that those people, you know, died against something for. Good, well, good point, good point. Well, if we're going to look for it, we should be kind of quick. I assume that the sentry would be strong enough to destroy this building. It oh, yeah, definitely. It doesn't seem to be, like, uh, bashing it just yet, but you can but hear it, it, like, moving around outside. It's like, you can hear, like, crushing it. Like maybe like the stairs that you just climbed up are sort of being like ground down as it like rolls back and forth outside. All right, so we yeah. gotta get to it. So you guys look look in this building and like there's like a sort of like lobby you're in. Um, there's only one door forward. Any hesitation in going in there? Do, no. I mean the other option is going back outside, right? Yeah. No. That would appear to be the other option. But, you know, <laughs> no. this is the world's really your oyster here. You can just you can go outside, you can go <laughs> further inside. It's like it's your choice. Limitless. Yeah. It's whatever you want. Well, I mean, there was uh, there's all that all that blood outside. This could be an ambush of some kind. Yeah, I'm through the door. Sure. All right, <clears throat> you walk in and you see like a long like hallway looking room. And at the end of it, so on the hall, you see several bodies, human bodies. And these are the first humans you've seen in this mine. Um, and they're like, they've been killed violently. There are like scorch marks on the floor. Um, <clears throat> and there's like, some of the ground has been like torn up, even though it's sort of like a nice, like marbly like, uh, flooring. And at the far end of this room, you see a pedestal. And on the pedestal is just what's clearly a key. And in front of that key, you see, like, crouched down, uh, one of these. It's a mechanical chimera. It's got a lion's head, a goat with hooves coming out of the center of it, and a serpent in the back. With wings? With wings. Be sure to join us for the next exciting adventures of Donjon episode on This American Dice. The Adventures of Donjon was a game... Uh... Hold on. There's something going on. Harold, bring up the screen. I see there's life forms approaching! Oh my god, I better make this quick. The Adventures of Donjon was run by Coral as a DM. Alex played Silas. Trevor played Isagnoma. And Austin played Don John and Harold. Dungeon World is a game by Adam Kobold, which is funny because it sounds like Kobold, which are little monsters in this game, and Sage Latura. Music for this included Oblivion by White Sand and Gamala E. Jammy Jams by apparently E's Jammy Jams. Join us next week for another exciting episode of This American Dice Presents the Adventures of Don John. Until then. I'll have to see you in my dreams. Now, if you'll excuse me, all of us will get into the big bed that we sleep in. Tuck in, everybody. All right. I'll turn off the light. Here we go. Click. 
Okay, Deborah, let's get get in here. They're asleep. It's fine. We can have rat sex under the bed. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs>